Love Madden, the podcast, is now the self-love podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us each week for a dose of good, healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. How are you today? I'm doing amazing. How are you? Wonderful. We love to hear amazing. Amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> Everything in perspective. Like, you got to have a positive mindset. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to think of your day as you want it to be. So, I'm, and I'm amazing. My day's amazing. Nice. Well, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm having good. a I'm having a good day. I'm, um, you know, checking off, kicking tail, and taking names. So, <laughs> all right. That's yeah. I mean, it's it's a good to do list. Yeah, I got you. But it was like kicking like butt. Taking, and, I was gonna say kicking ass and taking names. Oh, kicking butt. Like. Oh, all good. Same okay. thing. Well, well, all right. Love it. Or leave it. I'm going to let you go first. Right. Still thinking. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. My love it. Um, I have been adding some blonde highlights to my hair mm. over the last year. And um, even before that, I have been using Olaplex Bond Strengthener, mm-hmm. um, the whole system. And I love it. I couldn't remember if I said this last season, but I love um, the pre-shampoo treatment that you use so there's different numbers Uh yeah so there's like number you know number zero number one number two so Mm -hmm. zero is like the pre thing that you do Mm -hmm. to to put on your hair Um, but I love all their stuff I love their conditioner Um, and especially with my hair breakage I had stopped using it for a while because I think I was talking about how much I love TGIN on here um, which I still love for like curls and everything Mm -hmm. But um, I noticed my hair was starting to break in the front. And I was like, you know what? Let me go right on back to my bond strengthener. So if you have colored or damaged hair, mm-hmm. it, it's it's pricey now. But that Olaplex bond strengthener is worth it. And it's I like to buy right. it on um, Prime Day. You can get it oh. on Amazon for a deal. I still do love TGIN for my curly naturals if you don't have like processed hair. Um, I still use it for the baby and I think it's awesome, but, um, I love it for today is the Olaplex bond strengthener system. You got to get, I got all the numbers. I got zero. <laughs> you got to get the whole thing. Don't just try to be Don't using just, three without right, using you need the whole thing. Too. And even afterward, there's, a, um, like a leave-in sort of heat protectant that I'll mm. use whether I'm putting heat in or not. And a few drops of their oil. And I, you know, I, when I do my hair at home, I do the whole start to finish and I could just, you can feel it. You can see it. Even when I go to the stylist, she's like, oh, your hair looks really healthy. Mm. So yeah. All right. What you got? So I have two things. Okay. And if you, <laughs> I was telling Maddie right before we started this episode, I couldn't even think of one, one because it had left my mind, but it came back. Yeah, you double, double for your triple. <laughs> exactly. So the first thing I'm leaving are these uh, Christmas slash holiday inflatables, y'all. What is that? Oh, I think they're so cute. I love them in the neighborhood. No. It is, I mean, I guess if you have kids, maybe. But they just look so cheesy to me. Oh, I think they're so cute. Right. We live in the city, and when, I, when we're walking home from school, 
they have a giant in their little polar bear. I think it's so magical. It's like you have the lights and then you have the inflatables. It's like having our own little walk in Wonderland. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, everybody each is on. Yeah. I like like the reindeer that are, you know, um, that are lit and and things Mm -hmm. like that. A little bit more like classy versus cartoony. Yeah, I think it's cute. I mean, I personally wouldn't put them in my front yard, Mm -hmm. but I I like walking by them. I think it's it's adorable. The penguins. If you have inflatable penguins, then it's gone too far. Stick with Santa. (laughs) I'm walking with the kids, so you're right. My perspective would be different. It's a little different. Yeah. But, yeah, so I mean, you do you because at the end of the day, I think about whatever makes your you happy for your holiday decor. My neighbor actually, she has kids. Mm-hmm. She put up um, some very nice lights, mm-hmm. but and she added got the a nice little Santa inflatable, and she has the snowflake little light machine that like projects the snowflakes on your. Yeah, I like those, <laughs> you know, especially the colorful ones. Oh, hers is just white, so it's not mm-hmm. as bad, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she got a lot going on. I'm leaving Christmas inflatables. <laughs> now the other thing, oh man. No. You lost it. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least you got <laughs> one. <laughs> that is so sad. <laughs> Dog. Okay. Yeah, I might circle back at the end of the episode. It's probably going to come back to me. It's circulating. It's going to come as we're talking. Yeah. All right. But what are we talking about today? Yeah, let's set the table. Yeah, set the table. We're talking mindset. Um, If you listened last week, then we already told you what we were going to talk about this week because we dipped in um, because it's a key to loving. It's a key to healing. It's a key to so many things. is our mindset. It's how we think. If y'all can see Tennille's face right now, she is really, I am really thinking her brain, like <laughs> furrowing her brows, tapping her chin, trying to think about what. <laughs> I really feel like this is sad. It's sad. It'll come back. Um, While she's thinking, I'm going to read to you all what I had to say on the Love Madden blog about yes. mindset. Our actions begin first in our minds as thoughts. Those thoughts become words, those words become actions, and ultimately change things in our lives. By thinking of, meditating on, and believing in our godly desires, we enable ourselves to see those desires come to pass by first believing in them. Shifting our mindset is an exercise in hopefulness. Still, discourse around topics like mindset and manifestation among believers is often dismissive. The ideas are painted as being based solely on self-reliance rather than on an alignment with God's will and divine power. Those who focus on shifting our mindsets to manifest good things in our lives are described as everything from unbelievers to idolaters. However, the Bible teaches the critical importance of our thinking. Thinking thoughts that are filled with gratitude, goodness, and graciousness will beget more of the same. In Paul's letter to the new believers at Philippi, he leaves them with this instruction. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, 
whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, then think about such things. He goes on to describe not just thinking of, but practicing those virtues and how the peace of God would be with those who did so. Over and over in the passages, we are called to first shift our mindset in order to see our actions follow. Set your minds on things that are above, not things that are on earth, Colossians 3.2. Do not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewal of your mind, Romans 12.2. In the same way, having an outlook that is negative, pessimistic, or inferior can lead us to fall short of our potential to live the lives of peace that we all desire. Romans 8, 5 through 6 says this, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh, but those who live according to their spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. We are what we think, y'all. And just as God designed us with free will, God created us in their image with the power to create new things through our thoughts and God's faithfulness. And that's my word for the week. And with that, let's dig Dig in. in. All right. Maddie, what does mindset mean to you? How do you define mindset? Yeah, it's about being intentional in our thoughts and our thinking. It's about being mindful and it's about making a shift from um, negative thoughts, from worry, from rumination to uh, positive, more optimistic and more hopeful thoughts. Um, It's about thinking about the things that we want to accomplish. It's about Mm -hmm. thinking about the things that we want to attract. It's about thinking of the things, like I mentioned in Paul's letter, that are noble and good and admirable Mm -hmm. and praiseworthy. Um, And so often, you know, those things are shot down as toxic positivity and, you know, whatever. But honestly, Mm -hmm. I've said this before it's natural for me to think about the negative. So I'd rather be intentional about shifting my mind toward something positive. And that doesn't negate that there are challenging, difficult things that we experience and that we will suffer through. But if I can find a silver lining, then I'm going to focus on that. Um, And it, it, it helps how I show up, um, who we are happens in our mind. Things they say, everything you think about everything twice, you know, once when you do it and once when you think it. And so I would rather have double of the hopefulness and faithfulness and nobility, Mm -hmm. um, and optimism than double the negativity. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, yeah, similarly, it's about shifting, I think, the the atmosphere. So I think you also have to um, make sure you're creating an environment that allows you to um, be around positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yes, all of this starts with self and, and we have control over what we think and do. But I also know that when we surround ourselves with positive people, people who are intentional, people who are focused, they, you know, their energy and their aura, you know, transfers to us and allows us to be more intentional, focused, etc. It helps, you know, um, solidify our mindset. Whereas if we surround ourselves with people who are 
negative, mm-hmm. not hopeful, it breaks, you know, that um, breaks up that that mindset and allows those negative things to creep in. And, you know, one of the things that um, we were told when we were um, going through our process to become members of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is like, <laughs> let the, um, not water, let things roll off mm-hmm. your back like a duck, mm-hmm. right? Um yeah, because so, the water beads up and rolls, beads up up, and rolls, rolls off the feathers and, at the back. And yep. that's what we have to do with these negative thoughts. They, the, the thoughts are coming. Mm-hmm. coming. And it's what we do with them when they come. Are we going to allow them to roll off our back? Or are we going to allow them to saturate how we proceed, whether that's daily, monthly, yearly, etc.? Yeah, and I would say it's it's before they come. It's yeah. not even what we do with them when they come. That's true. That shift in the mindset is, you know, when I was talking, I don't remember what episode that was now about the off season mm-hmm. and the training and the conditioning. Condition, it's getting yeah. getting your mind right and ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and to the beginning part of your, your point about the inputs, that's so critical. I've been mm-hmm. thinking a lot about, we talk a lot about what we consume and I know you were saying it in the context of people and environment. Um, but I was but thinking, yeah. yeah, I was thinking a lot about consumption. Mm-hmm what we're following online, what we're watching on television, the music, mm-hmm. the books we're reading, it really affects how we show up. I always mm-hmm. say this when I watch the news or I even get it on my Instagram feed, it affects how I mm-hmm. um, how I show up. It's good to be informed, but it also in a lot of ways causes me to show up as more anxious in Thank the world you. because I'm thinking about you know, the crime or the negativity. And so I've been thinking a lot more about what I'm consuming and thinking mm-hmm. a lot more about the word nourishment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I talked about this in the practice deck. I talk about, you know, consuming nourishing foods and nourishment and hydration in the physical sense. But what are we nourishing ourselves with? Yeah. You know, just because we're consuming something, if we're consuming french fries, you know, there's not really the same level of nourishment. Mm -hmm. So I think when we're thinking about the consumption of content, uh, media, energy, Mm -hmm. the people we spend time around, are the relationships nourishing? Is the content nourishing? You know, are the words and the music and the energy nourishing? If not, then we need to cut back. It need to be, when you think about the food pyramid or the my plate or whatever, is a very small sliver but the carbohydrates. Tra- <laughs> the joint says like fat, oil, sugar. is like two things. And the joint says like 1%. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be in the fat, oil, and sugar category. <laughs> Very good analogy. Thanks. Yeah. Um, all right. So what role has mindset played in your journey to healing? And is there a personal lesson or story um, that you can share as it relates to shifting your thinking? Yeah. Um, it's given me more of a sense of control over my journey mm. to healing. It's My healing is not something that's happening to me. It's something that I am doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, by changing my thinking and my mindset around that, uh, it's helped me to be not just an active participant, but the leader of my healing journey. And the further I get along in it, I'm like, I'm not just the leader of it, but I'm the sole person on this journey. Like, yes, those other folks, no matter how close the relationship um, is, 
they are present and their inputs, but I put them into the same category as you've heard as my social content feed and the books I read. I have a choice around those things, but the work that needs to be done and the healing that needs to take place is solely rests on my shoulders. And Mm -hmm. we constantly talk about going to therapy, but therapist is a person. It's a guide. It's a tool. It's someone that can help you sort through your Mm -hmm. stuff with you. So mindset for me has allowed me to take control of my thinking and take control of where I'm placing blame and, um, you know, um, placing responsibility and placing ownership and accountability and realizing that I have a lot more say in how I show up than what's happened to me. Yeah. And you, you don't always have control over what happened to you. You, you don't have control over what mm-hmm. happens to you, but you have mm-hmm. control over your healing journey. You yeah. have control over you respond. Even yeah. if you are in the worst, woe is me, devastating situation, you have control over your mind, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think that that we talked about this before with our thinking more and more as we get older, I realize why the saints say, Lord, keep my mind, keep me in my right mind, keep me thinking straight, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's a blessing in and of itself that we can even do the work to shift our thinking, you know, because everybody is not in that space where they even have control over their, their mental or cognitive abilities. Mm -hmm. So we thank God for that. What are we going to do with it? Yeah. And that's where I was going. I think I said on the episode that came out, you know, around Thanksgiving, like, I'm just grateful that God has kept my mind Mm -hmm. and has kept me sane and has kept me at peace, regardless of all of the things that, um, you know, are happening around me or, you know, I feel like are happening to me. Um, And so that mindset and, and, you know, being in a, a place of, um, positivity and hopefulness and, um, you know, well-intentioned and, and all of those things have definitely helped. I'm not going to say every single day. I don't have like times where I get a little weary, but it's definitely out allowed me to have my day, my good days, my better days outweigh the bad days because mm-hmm. of where I am and how I'm um, shifting my mind mm-hmm. so to focus on things that are more good, noble, admirable, all of those things that you mentioned in your passage. Yeah. And I think I heard Sarah Jakes Roberts say this, but when we're under attack and we think all these things are happening to us, the enemy is going to attack your mind mm-hmm. and your thinking. Once so, you can get that, honestly. It's a wrap. Yeah. So, you know, if we can protect our mind and our thinking, um, you know, and guard our hearts mm-hmm. in that way, I think that it, that's that is the main defense that we can keep up, yeah. you know, to protect our thinking, our thoughts, our feelings, and our emotions. It's just our mental health is because um, once that goes, yeah. so goes everything else. And you know, yeah. there's even you know studies that show you know people who are dealing with very um, you know significant or traumatic physical ailments. Mm-hmm. You know, people who have a, a more positive mindset, mm-hmm. have better outcomes, outcomes or can have better outcomes than people who are, you know, net more negative focused mm-hmm. kind of in their thinking and feelings. So. Yeah. And there are a lot of studies about faith too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, is, is there, is there really a God who's coming through and helping people? Or is it the idea that people have a faith to hang on 
mm-hmm. you know, with God, whether God is real or imaginary, is that thought that you have that's something fun. greater mm-hmm. and bigger than you, stronger than you, that's helping you, mm-hmm. allowing you to have these better Good. physiological outcomes. Either way, the people with the faith are the ones that are winning and coming through. Yes, yes, yes. So um, that that mindset piece is critical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, going back to things like what's around you, um, I think that it's important for us to just be cognizant of our mindset and how we interact with other people, right? Because just as in people have the ability to bring us down, how we're showing up has the ability to take people down right with us. And that mm-hmm. is not where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let your stuff become other people's. Everybody's. Uh-huh. Yeah. It bleeds bleeds mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have any advice or key takeaways from someone who struggles with shifting their mindset or even maintaining like a positive mindset? Yeah. It's tough. Um, cause sometimes you could be so deep in your despair that it's difficult to move to the shifting. So I don't know that shifting would necessarily even be where I would start, but maybe just taking an inventory of your mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we could be so in it that we don't even realize that we're being, you know, negative, negative or perceived yeah. as negative. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our problems can become so big that it's hard for us to think about anything else, or it doesn't even feel worthwhile for us to think about anything else. You know, when you have a health concern that's so big, um, you know, that you don't know if this is terminal or whatever, it's hard to consider being positive or consider doing anything else because that fear, that elephant in the room is so Mm -hmm. all encompassing. It kind of can darken the whole thing. Um, or for those of us who struggle with mental health issues, you know, yeah. if you are in sort of the, um, in the depths of depression and, you know, in a lower space where you feel apathetic mm-hmm. or so deep in the anxiety that you're spiraling, it's really challenging to make the shift. So I will first start with taking account of how you feel. Yeah. And that starts by writing it down, you know, just journaling. Today I feel, um, mm-hmm. y'all know I'm continuing to work on this journal. I was hoping it would be available for pre-order by now, but all the things, I'm not even going to get into it. Just keep me in prayer. But one mm-hmm. of the things that I have in the journal is just a check mark. Mm-hmm. Today I feel. And even without doing a whole lot of writing, you know, we're able to say, I feel energized. I feel good. I don't feel good. And I think just taking an account of how you feel and then beginning to look at it over time can say yeah. like, Hey, I'm I'm not in a I'm not in a great place, or mm-hmm. I'm constantly feeling worn yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can start to think about what small steps you can take to begin to treat Change. it. Yeah. yeah. So definitely just taking an inventory of where you are with something as small as just a one word a day documentation mm-hmm. when you wake up in the morning. Today I feel good. Today I feel um, you know, sad, happy. The Calm app, I think I've talked about, also mm-hmm. has an opportunity to do a check-in. I do my journaling in the morning and then I do my Calm app check-in at night. Okay. And you can go back at the calendar and they have little like smiley faces or whatever. So I can go back over a month and see, oh, I had a streak of 
bad, mad, sad. I had a streak of happy or I was all over the place last month. So it's nice to be able to look back and see where you are and how that adds up over the days, weeks, months, and years. It's so easy to throw a whole year away because of a bad couple of weeks at the end. Um, But having it documented allows you to see what Tanil said earlier, that my better days have have outweighed my bad days or the opposite. Or the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's good. And I think that's something that I want to start doing because I do think that having that awareness over, you know, the course of 30 days or 31 <laughs> days is good because we often look at our, you know, the weeks can get get past us very quickly, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't even, might not even know that for 30 straight days you've been you know, sad, anger, tired, yeah. or whatever. I know for these past couple of days, I have been waking up tired. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna track it because I'm like, what's going on? I feel like I mm-hmm. go to sleep. I go to sleep for eight hours, but I'm still waking up tired. Like, what is that about? Um, mm. But being able to track that so you can make the necessary changes, um, and it might require you to change some inputs. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It could be, Tanil, you need to stop watching TV before you go to sleep. Maybe that's why your mind is racing so you can't get restful sleep, right? Mm-hmm. So- or as my mother says, eating late. I'm like, is this scientific? Like, I had a bad dream. She'd be like, what did you eat? What did you I'm like, eat? girl, I don't know. Is it? <laughs> nah, but I, I do. I, I mean, I'm with the old people. Because now I feel like if I, well, especially if I eat something like heavier, like between probably eight or nine, I just wake up, even if I don't have bad dreams, I just wake up feeling like just- sluggish <laughs> or like something's just sitting in my stomach. Like, I don't wake up feeling light and free. <laughs> uh, you know. When you set up your podcast, they ask you about like your demographic. I'm about to shift ours from to the old people. 35 to 45. I'm going to take the limits off the top because so much of our content I think will be relevant to the baby boomers. Uh, In this episode alone, I think, or the last two, we've talked about stiffness, knee pain. <laughs> Um, shout out to Ob. She listens every week and she says she cracks up when I talk about my orthopedic inserts. <laughs> but that's where we are in life. That's where so. we are. Look, I was actually was going to put this as a love it, but then I was like, the people are going to think I'm so old. So my good brother ran the New York, Mar- uh, New York City Marathon and they mm-hmm. had like this um, shop or marketplace mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I bought me some Ofos. Have y'all seen those commercials? The Mm -mm. Ofos sandals. They come in like sandals, clogs. They're for people who like run and -hmm. it's a good recovery shoe because Mm -hmm. they're, they feel like clouds and they have like good arch support and stuff like that. So even though I wasn't running the marathon, I bought some (laughs) and I just started wearing them. And I feel like these things are a game changer. They're not the cutest things, but. How do you spell that? O-O-F-O-S. I'll it, it. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, they have commercials on TV. So, mm-hmm. and they have some cute ones, like different colors and stuff like that. But just for a nice little house shoe, Girl, you went from y'all. sand. What did you say on the last episode? On a couple episodes, the, the Jesus sandals. You went from the Jesus to the, the Jesus slippers. Sandals are more like Birkenstocks, which are good too. But mm-hmm. I'm all about trying different shoes. Yeah, we talk, we've spent a, a, a sizable amount of this season talking about arch support, ankles, toes. Did you talk about your toe surgery on here? 
toes, knees, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Like, we have really spent quite a bit of time talking about that. Yes, y'all. My dad wants toe surgery. But yes, I mean, these are are real issues. Like, things come up as you get older, and... It is what it is. The the people is us. And then we got a nerve. We be like the old people say. We We need to just say we say. Yeah. Because that's us. (laughs) We're becoming the seasoned, the seasoned people. But hmm. yeah, that's all right. The aunties with a little bit of, a little bit of wisdom under there. A little bit of sass. A little sass. A little wisdom under our belt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. That, that was, I was like, where did we even go from? Where were we? <laughs> Advice for someone Advice. who struggles to shift their mindset. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I would say basically what I said earlier, mm-hmm. you know, you have to monitor your inputs, monitor mm-hmm. the people you're around, mm-hmm. um, go heavy on like when I, when I feel like my mindset starts to go to a negative dark place, mm-hmm. I'm heavy on the sermons, heavy on the worship music. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I need to change what I'm watching, change what I'm eating. Cause there's sometimes where even like you starting to eat more vegetables can kind of oh, change your hundred percent. <laughs> when I eat bad food, mm-hmm. I feel it not just physically but i'm just like i am foggy foggy yeah what is going on with me it's mm-hmm. it's so interesting um what you're talking about it's like over over correction yeah. when you are in a car and you're starting to swerve a little bit um you know if you want to have the same trajectory and go where you're going you need to stay in your lane and mm-hmm. stay straight but sometimes you can swerve a, a whole lot you know and mm-hmm. when that happens you need to over correct you need to go above and beyond to get yourself back into you, you all the way in the um in the shoulder and there yeah. are times where our eating our inputs our thoughts we could be all the way in the shoulder we about to be in a ditch and that's when we need to over correct with the positive inputs and almost do like a a bolus of mm-hmm. you know a big injection of the type of nourishment that we need to get us back on track. Yeah. And that was when I first started therapy back when I was living in Chicago, that was like the main focus of therapy was to shift, help me work through shifting my mindset from a place that was more negative to a place that was more positive. So that Mm. was mindfulness, you know, all of those things and, you know, intentionality, all the things that I needed, I needed support on, Mm -hmm. like take me from that darker place to the light, right? And how to maintain that light. And so, yeah, sometimes you can't do it on your own. The sermons won't do it. The food right. won't do it. So you may need to get some um, assistance on helping shift your mindset. But and- I'll say to my earlier point, you're 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 still doing it. Yeah, you're, it, oh, right. It's not, it's still your job, your right. work. So just like the sermons or the books, the therapist is still Cause I feel like now so many people are putting everything on the therapist. Like oh, the yeah, therapist no. is going to heal me. No. You're still doing the work on your own. I mean, not yeah. on your own. You are the one doing the you're, work. You're doing the work. And the you therapist a is a guy. Or like a guy, like a mentor, right? So That's when I think is. about um, the people that I supervise, I, I'm not working on their projects. Their tasks. I'm not, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not doing all of that. I'm just helping them, guiding them, guiding through them through. Mm-hmm. 
And that's the job of the of the therapist. So, yeah. yes, the therapist is not going to do it for Coach. you. And they will can tell you all the things. But if you don't do the work, you will be right stuck where you, you know, where you were when you walked in the door. So, right, right. True. Just like your doctor can tell you to change your diet and give you the Lipitor. But your cholesterol is going to change when you do. <laughs> oh. There's that there's that baby boomer reference again. When you said Lipitor, I was like, dang, high blood pressure. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so is there one way that you can apply, um, you know, either shifting or maintaining a positive mindset mm-hmm. to your life in the very near future? Yeah, being more consistent with tracking where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm in a not so great place, then I get good about the tracking. Like you said, the overcorrection. Mm-hmm. Now I'm whipping out all the tools. But when I'm starting to get into a good place and I feel like I can coast a little bit, that's when I fall mm-hmm. off. So my very near future action would be um, spending more time to be more mindful about where I am right now mm-hmm. before I worry about trying to <laughs> shift something, just paying more attention. Um to trends and patterns in my life. Like, am I grouchy or am I, are things always irritating me Mm -hmm. so that I can look inward? Okay. It's not all the things that's irritating. It's you that's irritable. So that's, you know, my thing, just taking account of where I am right now. Yeah. And I think you can have, um, mindsets, like different mindsets for different aspects of your life. So Hmm. this is going into my how I'm going to apply it in my own life in the mm-hmm. very near future. So I will be honest and say that I have not had the the most positive mindset as it relates to my journey to motherhood. And so that has caused me to not even think about kind of how I want to move forward. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just kind of like, okay, it's there, but if I don't focus on it, you know, whatever. Um, but I think that's coming from a place of, me being in a not so positive, hopeful, um, intentional mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to be very um, focused mm-hmm. on shifting my mindset in that area because in other areas of my life, I do feel positive. You know, there's all these, you know, positive thoughts, all these things. But in this one little area, mm-hmm. there's either no mindset because mm-hmm. I'm just trying not to Apathy. focus on it at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, it it goes to the negative side. So Mm -hmm. just being more, very much more intentional about affirming myself in that area of my life to begin to take uh, control over what I can control, because I also understand that I'm not in control of a whole lot. Mm -hmm. But getting back into a posture where I feel like I can start taking control and active steps to whatever the next looks like for me. Yeah. And the posture matters. I mean, when you're in a place where you have a desire, you could have the same input. You could Mm -hmm. go and hear somebody's testimony and either it could break you down because it's like, oh, this person had this and I still don't. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you can hear a testimony and it can encourage you like, oh, yes. look what God did in their life. He could mm-hmm. do it for me. Mm-hmm. The difference is not the testimony. The person can come up and testify and share the exact same thing, but the difference is in your posture and how you're mm-hmm. able to receive it. Mm-hmm. So the shift in the mindset, it begins with us um, and 
yes, the inputs matter, but how we even receive the inputs Mm -hmm. is impacted by our posture and our positioning. So just taking the time to think about where am I is such a critical first step. So I'm proud of you for sometimes it's like we just want to shut the the chapter and Mm -hmm. slide the book under the bed and not think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm proud of you for just even kind of opening, rehashing Mm -hmm. that space that maybe you just kind of placed a little cover or a bandaid over to say, okay, how am I feeling? Before you even task yourself with trying to be positive about it, even thinking about things sometimes Mm -hmm. is, is, is hard. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I think I've gotten to a place where I haven't like people will say, well, you know, have you thought about what you're going to do next? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I haven't even thought about it. About at all. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that, that's because like, I know that I'm not and I don't have the best mindset around it. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, let me just not even think about it, because mm-hmm. that'll take me further away from where I'm trying to be. But just like you said, the awareness of it so that mm-hmm. I can take the necessary steps to get into that positive space so then I can, you know, take the action to think about what's next. Mm -hmm. That's my job. Yeah. I have to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Anything else as it relates to mindset that you want to share with the people? Um, If at first you don't succeed, Aaliyah, (laughs) dust yourself off and try it again. Just like with healing, this is a continuum and this is a journey and shifting. We I don't even like the word shifting because sometimes it sounds like it's just an on and off or mm. a progression, but it can go forward, backward, back further than when you started. Um, so it requires a daily accountability with oneself. Just like I talked in the last episode about wanting to affirm myself daily, I also want to mm. check in with myself daily. So you know, God willing, these tools and these journals and all these great things that we're producing will be out soon and in your hands. But even before then, even until then, you know, use the scratch paper, check in on yourself. If you don't check in in a week, it's okay. Just start again. Just start where you left off. Very, very true. And I think this episode is going to be playing right at the holiday. Yeah. So what are you most looking forward to this holiday season? Family time. My family, Mm -hmm. we used to get together big time before the holidays. Mm -hmm. I mean, before the pandemic. Pandemic. And then it stopped. And then everybody just used that as an excuse to just like, I like this little quiet time. Let me stay isolated Mm -hmm. over here, which I did like for a bit. It took Mm -hmm. a lot of the um, hubbub from around it. Mm -hmm. But... um, we're not getting back in it together in a major way again, mm-hmm. but we are starting to like spend more time together in little pockets and do things yeah. and start new little traditions. And so it almost gave us permission to like new people to host and starting yeah. different traditions and kind of starting over. So I'm excited to spend time with um, family in an intentional way mm-hmm. um, and um, start new traditions and do things together. Last year we had plans. Um, and then Omarion moonwalked his way through the, the, the week of Christmas. Um, and so we had to do some last minute cancellations. And so prayerfully this, this week, we will stay on track for all to be well. What about you? I'm just looking forward to downtime. Mm-hmm. One of the things that has been draining me 
the past few months has Mm -hmm. been my job. Mm. And so um, I took the week after the holiday Mm -hmm. and then the first week of the new year um, to just recharge, refocus, all of the things. So I'm just looking forward to downtime. I don't really have a lot of plans. Um, There is one thing that I'm doing. I always wanted to go to Longwood Gardens. It's like a kind of like a botanical gardens, but they have like amazing Christmas displays and things mm-hmm. like that. So I'm going to do a day trip there, which I'm looking forward to. Is, it, solo. Like, is it far? I mean, is it a drive? It's in Pennsylvania. So okay. yeah, like maybe two hours. I've been looking at bed and breakfast to kind of stay in to just do something a little different. Nice. And um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. And of course, being with family um, on the on like Christmas Eve, Christmas mm-hmm. Day, all that stuff. But then I'm also looking forward to my own time with, with myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yes. Well, we wish you a Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. <laughs> and a Happy New Year and Happy Kwanzaa. And happy what? Hanukkah. <laughs> so wait, this is so funny. I know I'm just, we're not over the 40 minute mark, but we're about to go over. Um, the what was I about to say? Oh, at work the other day, they were like, "What are some your of your favorite holiday traditions?" As like an icebreaker on a Zoom meeting, right? So people were talking about mainly Christmas mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. So then this other lady chimes in, and is like, "Does anybody have any?" Kwanzaa um, traditions that they would like to share. All eyes on you. Because I was like, there's really not that many Black people on this call. I think I was the only one. I was silent. Okay? Silent. What's your favorite principal? Gucci Jacqueline? You already know. Because when you sing, when we sang the song, we were little. Um, mine's Nia. Nia's purpose, Nia right? Purpose. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Umoji, Ujoma, Ujomi. Yeah, yeah, something. Cooperative economics. I mean, there's some good nuggets in there. There's some good nuggets in there. So maybe this year I'll just do a, I mean, I already have like a baseline of what Kwanzaa is, but Mm -hmm. maybe I'll do like a little one day and just A reflection of day. I mean, that's all it is, is a reflection of day. Oh, you're going to do all seven in a day? That's what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm saying like, I'm going to focus on all one because I've never really celebrated Kwanzaa, so I'm Mm -hmm. not going to celebrate all seven days. I'm going to start with one day. What? Yeah. I mean, start where you are. I'm what be, is the point? What is the of all the days, but I'm going to like do something. Oh, like do something. Oh, got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So if it's Nia, if I, if I, for that day, I'll be intentional about, about. Okay, you'll act it out. Yeah. Okay, act, got you. Doing something that's in but my you'll purpose. still look at what all seven yes, of them yes, are. Yes, yes. Okay. I'll have the I'm with you. All seven, I'm with I'll you. Just focus on one day because nice. I don't have any, I didn't have any qualms or traditions to share. And I so, probably won't. So but at, at least next staff say. meeting, you're gonna be like, my favorite part is the Capri- <laughs> is the Capricornium. What do you call that thing? Cornucopia. What the is cornucopia. The cornucopia of harvest <laughs> that they have at the Kwanzaa table. That's what you can share. Uh, and don't they like candles on Kwanzaa? Yes. Yeah. So one for each day: the black, the red, and the, the green. red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, the more you know. <laughs> All right. Let me true. let me get into my. Um, oh yes, I forgot we have to go uh, to the throne. I forgot too until I was like something feels unfinished. <laughs> Time for our closing prayer. Yes. 
here's our passage. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Philippians 4.8. Here's our prayer. God, thank you for our minds. Thank you for your will for our lives, for your divine power, and for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to align our thoughts and desires with yours. Help me to think about virtuous things. Help me to meditate on desires that are godly. Allow me to be hopeful and to expect the goodness that I think of. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And here's our practice. This week, I will practice thinking good thoughts. I will commit those thoughts. Um, I will commit to submitting those thoughts to God through my prayers. I wish All right, you a Merry Christmas. All right, we're out. Happy New Year. Think good thoughts. See you on Flip. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Matt and Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social, L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.